Hey guys, it's Adam. So sorry that it's been such a long, long time between Dollar Bin postings. It's been very busy here in Dollar Bin HQ. Anyway, this is part one of our SPX review show. Later on in the show, I will say that we are going to do a single show of reviews. You can disregard that because I'm telling you now that this is part one. And then next week, next week, next week, we'll be posting part two. And then the week after that, we will be posting our drive home discussion with J. Chris Campbell. All those things should happen. But right now, you do have part one. Enjoy. And uh, hopefully, next week, you'll have part two. Okay. Hey, folks. It's Adam and Sean of the Dollar Bend. We are here wrapping up. Wait. Nope. Wrapping up next week, we are here reviewing. Going to do a little switcheroo this year and review our SPX books first and then run the wrap-up show next week. The wrap-up show was recorded in my car on our drive home with myself, Sean, and J. Chris Campbell. And it's awesome, but it's going to take a little bit of editing. So we, uh, we're going to go this week with the review show. Sean and I read... Most of the books that we picked up, and I read... Did you read all yours, Sean? Do um, you I still read, need to read? I read, a, um, I read most of them. There are a yeah. few that I haven't read yet. It's a but, few I need to read. But most of them. And Sean's read a few of mine. I've read a few of hers. But we're going to do our SPX reviews, and I think we'll fit it all in one show. We should. We should. We've, there's been times, but this, this time, reviews, all one show. Yeah. Wrap up next week. Yeah. The first thing I want to say is actually probably something i think we should have brought up in the wrap-up show and we forgot somehow there's so much going on and i think maybe we wanted to focus more on it so we wanted to save it for the review show <laughs> yeah uh, i'd really like to thank uh joe and rusty they're um the official spx interviewers so out in front of the uh, out, outside of the hall like right by the entrance joe and rusty interview tons and tons of the artists and uh, participants in SPX. And uh, they post those on YouTube. So that should be something. That's something that I'm looking forward to. That should be something on your radar to check out, especially since Sean and I are going to, we didn't actually get any interviews. Sean and I didn't do any interviews this year. We talked to a lot of great people and we bought a lot of great books that we're going to review. But you can check in. I guess you can probably do, um, they did them last year. This is like the third or fourth year they've done them. But you can probably do like a, a YouTube search for SPX. Yeah, either Joan and, Rusty or and, yeah. you know Full Sanction. We actually got to hang out with them a lot more this year than we have in the past. Yeah, we made we made their table our safe zone. Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of times Adam and I get separated or lost from each other, and we don't know how to find each other. So we had a place where we could go when we got separated, mm -hmm. and it came in handy yeah, a few times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like legitimately, because I came out of the bathroom. I was like, I yeah. don't know where Adam is. <laughs> I know I'll go to our safe zone. And then there you were. Yep. Yeah. And Rusty gave us an excellent restaurant recommendation for yes. Dressy Eggs. Oh, yeah, that was perfect. Perfect, yeah. Rusty. I don't know if you listened. I think you might. Anyway, perfect. Yeah. Recommendation. I worked out great. We didn't realize that every... It was, so it was a um, vegetarian... It was a, like vegan, a vegan. Vegan uh, Chinese food restaurant. Yeah. And we didn't realize it was... Like it had vegetarian or something in the name, but like it actually had a like a chicken section and a beef, a beef section and, and seafood. A seafood and but it wasn't real it was all it was all proteins it was all just uh soy based proteins that they made from scratch i think in their restaurant yeah so i had what i thought was duck and i was kind of sad <laughs> because i don't like... ducks are my friends and i don't want to eat them <laughs> just like ducks and bunnies i don't yeah. eat ducks and bunnies uh, but it turns out it was just like tofu skins yeah that's pretty neat yeah, so I don't yeah, feel so it was good. Well. And I actually yeah. got a General Tso's tofu, and I, instead of the chicken, because I'm so used to ordering the General Tso's tofu, but then uh, I could have got the General Tso's chicken because it was just a like a, a protein. So we'll definitely have to hit that place mm -hmm. up again. We should have read the menu because I think yeah, it explained whole, it. Yeah, a whole explanation the in the front. front. A lot we're, of words. We were and tired. The the day and, yeah. But the, um, the owner was really, was really nice. She oh, came in nice. and like talked to us and talked to us about the food and asked if it was, if it was first main time there. And she just let us let us know about it and all that yeah. stuff. And I got I got four fortunes yes. in my fortune cookie that said I will pass a difficult test and be happy. 
So yeah. I've already taken two of those tests. And I take one this week, and then I'll have another another one. And uh, so, yeah, so definitely thanks to Joe and Rusty for being there for us and just being there to hang out and talk. And uh, I think next week's show, the picture I'm going to use for the show was uh, something that Joe and Rusty helped out with, and that is the use of their SPX sunglasses, which are awesome. Yeah. So you should definitely check out their interviews. Yeah. They've yeah. got a gumball machine. Yeah. And you get a random a question, question and yeah. you answer it. Yeah. They're, and it's a lot of fun. They're Joe, really good I know guys. Joey Weiser, who we love to talk about and we love his Merman book, he got uh, interviewed and he had a mystery question and I'm really looking forward to um, seeing what it was because I didn't want spoilers. But also speaking of Joey Weiser, we did stop by Ace. I want to throw this in this past weekend. Oh, and one other thing I was going to say, right now Sean and I are watching the Night of Champions uh, WWE Wrestling pay-per-view. I like to think that Joe and Rusty are watching right now too. I do too. I want to hang out with them more and like watch wrestling with them. Yeah. And while we're talking about wrestling, I did an article for the most recent Atomic Elbow. Mm-hmm. So Atomic Elbow number 11, I did an article. And it's about Dolph Ziggler. And Dolph Ziggler was robbed. Just like a minute ago, and I'm really upset, so I'm sorry if I'm not on my game, but it was really upsetting, and I'm hurt. But you can read all about my love of Dolph Ziggler in the latest Atomic Elbow, Yeah, put out by the wonderfully awesome Robert, Robert Newsom. Newsom of Second Period Productions. I think so, yeah. I think it's Productions, yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say, Sean and I went to Ace, which, I mean, we just kind of hung out, and we hung out with Joey Weiser, who I just mentioned, he has Merman number three out, so we had a few copies of it there. Yeah, I got it signed. Yeah, and his wife, Michelle, and uh, Andy Runton, his mom, and their dog, Chewy. Chewy! And uh, Jarrett Williams, and um, Pookie G. Yeah. Gabriel. And uh, he's got a really cool book also. Purgatory Pub. Yeah, which is um, really fun. It's a really good book. It's yeah. A, it's about the... Uh, what happens when the angel and the devil on your shoulder, when they're not there, they're basically hanging out at a bar. Talking crap, <laughs> talking crap about you. So that's uh, that's definitely something to look up to. It's it's, uh, it's a good book. Yeah, um, and he's working on the second Gabriel. one. Yeah. So we did that. And I know that uh, Jarrett Williams, Joey Weiser, Andy Rutten will all be at SC Comic Con, which is in mid-March. March 21st year. and 22nd yeah, of 2015. 2015! And... Uh, <laughs> So we're super uh, getting uh, psyched for uh, SC Comic Con, and the guest list is starting to go up on uh, SC Comic Con. That's S-C-C-O-M-I-C-O-N, ScComicCon.com, SCComicCon.com, and we're starting to update the guest list there. That's exciting. Yeah, we've got a lot going on. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it's uh, we're hitting the, the calm period. I've got a couple ideas. We have some interviews lined up for those long-form interviews that we like to do. We've got a few of those lined up, so... Uh, this fall and winter, we'll be knocking some of those out so you guys will get some of those those big, long interviews again that I know you love more than listening to us, apparently. But, yeah, I know some of you like listening to us and like hearing what we buy because yeah. we buy a lot of stuff. Yeah, we yeah. buy a lot of cool stuff. We got a lot of cool stuff at XPX this year. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of cool stuff to be had. Like, mm-hmm. there's a ton of new people. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ask us, like, oh, what'd you pick up? It's a really, I don't know, it's really... Um, <laughs> it's a little personal for starters. It's got... There's a lot of pressure involved because you want to recommend something really cool. Yeah. And there's like so much stuff and like I always feel like I don't know the coolest thing. But we got a lot of cool stuff that we're going to talk about. Yeah. And again, uh, Joe and Rusty did a bunch of interviews. So some of these guys, I know the one weird thing like with us reviewing mini comics is they're not always super accessible. So we try to give people's websites and things like that when they supply them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these people have been interviewed by Joe and Rusty also. So if you do the um, the YouTube search for SPX interviews or Full Sanction or Joe and Rusty and SPX or some combination of that, you, you can see maybe some interviews with some of the people that we bought stuff from here. Sean had mentioned being asked, you know, would you, would, or we, what, what do you see that's out there that's really awesome? And one of the people that asked me that was Jim Rugg. Like Jim Rugg, you guys know how much I love Jim Rugg stuff. Yeah, I was like, what have you seen that's awesome? I'm like, you? Yeah, yeah. You so, like, the stuff? first thing that came to mind is the one thing that I was super excited about SPX that I had highlighted pink on my list, because I actually made a list this year, and I might get into that a little bit more in a minute, but I want to talk about this. He's like, what have you seen that's super awesome? And the problem was, the first thing that came to my mind was that Joshua Cotter, Josh Cotter, was at SPX this year. He hasn't been in a few years. I really love his stuff. He did uh, recently, his, his latest two big things are um, the Skyscrapers in the Midwest, mm-hmm. which I really, 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 really like. 
and Driven by Lemons, which is like kind of a sketchbook story that he did also, which and, is pretty great. Yeah, and Barbara in the Sky with Neil Diamond. Yeah. Which is a great title. <laughs> so, yeah, the thing, the first thing that came to mind is that Josh Cotter's here, and he had a preview of his new book that he's working on. And the problem with telling Jim this was Josh was next to him. Yeah. So and he then, already knew. Yeah, and the first thing I thought of was like, hey, have you, <laughs> have you, are you familiar with, with Benjamin Mara? And he totally is. Yeah, of course. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well... So- yeah, what can I do for you? What can I do for you, Jim? You know all the cool stuff. What can I do for you? So, uh, we'll, we'll, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and talk about Josh Cotter. Really looking forward to Josh Cotter. He's the first person that I talked to. He was highlighted on my list. I was really excited about seeing him again. I he had a preview, a works in progress, which is some sketches and some uh, some some uh, work from his upcoming book that he's working on. And we got a copy of that. He also hooked me up with a Skyscrapers of the Midwest number two mini comic that he did, which mm, I'm starting to think maybe I actually do have some Skyscrapers of the Midwest mini comics. I don't know if I have this one because he had asked me if I had any. And as I know, I have the collection. And um, so, yeah, we'll have to find out. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to dig through them again because the more I look at this, the more familiar it looks. But that could just be because I've seen it before or because I've been staring at it for the last week. I don't know. But I've got these two things from Josh Cotter, as well as what Sean has in her hands right there. You can't see it, but I'm looking at it. We got a page from Skyscrapers of the Midwest. Yes. Yeah, which is, I love his cross-hatching is, is amazing. His detail yeah. is amazing. His story is really good. I did, um, years ago, loan it to Ted Tarver, and, and he didn't quite get it. But I guess it's just not Ted's thing. It's kind of, it's a, it's a linear story with a lot of abstract um, kind of um, like storytelling. <laughs> it's, um, it's big, beautiful. The page yeah. is beautiful. And you got the, the title, like the title page. page. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got the title page from skyscrapers in the Midwest, which I was just super excited to see it in there. I've never really seen anything like that in a um, for sale art. Normally you don't see things like the title yeah, page and it's really cool. And then Adam got me yeah. a cowboy ho- holding a rose. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and you, you I don't know what I'm that's from. It. Did he say what that was from? I don't think so. With like little <laughs> yeah. hearts and a lasso. Yeah. It's adorable. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little cowboy. Yeah. I got you. I got yeah, you. That. I might put him in a frame by my bed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, super pumped to see Josh Cotter, super pumped to see that he's working on some new stuff and that I'm going to be able to read a new Josh Cotter book and apparently books. Cause he's got a big, uh, big plan for this next yeah. upcoming thing he's working on. So yeah. really excited to see him back, back in the game. And I'm sure when Woo-hoo! the book comes out, you'll hear us talk about it. Uh, yes. Okay. I'll talk about the first thing that I got, how to make art and not cry doing it. <laughs> this is a, Actually, little... I haven't read that yet. I need to, Oh, read that. this is a little mini that our, our good buddy, J. Chris Campbell did, and you'll be hearing a more road from trip him. buddy. Yeah, he used various phone apps to do it. So the the cover is like some app he was showing me. It's like, <laughs> it's like all like fragmented yeah, kind frag- of thing, yeah. and you s- slide it and move it around. You take a bunch of pictures, and it kind of like you mix them together. Yeah, so you can you you kind of swipe your finger around, and it brings up different images that mm-hmm. you like the pictures that you took in sequence. And you kind of mix it and arrange it until you, you get what you like. It's really interesting. And then he used another phone app to do like abstract images. Mm-hmm. And then he drew portraits on top of it. <laughs> and they've got quotes from famous, famous people. Like, girls are fun to draw. Never let them know why. From <laughs> Mike Roch. So that kind of lets you know. Yeah. It's super cute. It's super fun. <laughs> Day one, I really focused on buying books from people who I'd already bought books from. I was kind of saving day two, Sunday, for all new books. And um, so I had a list. And in the list, I had written down all of the books that I already had from people who were at SPX so that I could not buy them again accidentally or... A lot of times last year, I would get there and be like, I don't know if I own this or if I've just seen it a ton of times. And um, so I made a list to make sure that I could buy as much as I could and be super happy with everything that I had. The next thing that I'm going to grab is, well, let's just do this real quick. I made a list, too. Sean made a list, too. And it was of all of the Rob Allman stuff that we have. Mm -hmm. 
And he had Old Timey Hockey Tales number two come out. Which was brand new debut for SPX. Which is new, and I knew I didn't have this. And it's really good. His, his, his Old Timey Hockey Tales, I'm assuming they'd still be cool stories if you weren't into hockey. They're a lot cooler if you are into hockey. But they're just um, little short stories about some things that happened in the history of hockey that you may have never heard about or, you know, just, they're all just interesting stories. It's like, that's yeah, that's yeah. I'm not super, I'm not super thing. into hockey, but I found them to be very interesting. Oh, so but I do like this? history. I haven't read that one. I read, oh, the, you read the number first one. one. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm, this one's better than number one. Okay. I like number one, but yeah, I think I this one's uh, a little bit better. It's actually, it's cool because when he did this, the style, and you know, Rob Allman has a distinct style. You can kind of be like, oh, that's Rob Allman art, especially if you've seen some of his Unigirls or his other kind of pretty ladies. Speaking of other pretty ladies, one of the things that we picked up was the two issues of uh, Teeny Bikini that we were missing, his his pretty lady sketchbooks that he does. So we now have all of the Teeny Bikinis missing a, um, an Adam Bomb bikini. We or, are. Yeah. I don't remember which we need, one. Yeah. We still, need to, we still need to get one of those. That we're missing. It's but, weird. It's weird how you like accidentally miss things. Yeah. Yeah. That's why well, you need to make a list. Yeah, you do. Well, a lot of times, like, the only times we can buy stuff from these guys is when we go. Uh, you can get some, a lot of Rob stuff actually online. If you do a search for Rob Allman, U-L-L-M-A-N, you, his store comes up and all that. You can buy some stuff there. But yeah, sometimes it's just the only time you grab things. And maybe he released two things in one year and you just pick up the newest one and you don't realize you, you missed the old one. I really like this because he actually has a few different styles that he tells the stories in. And, you know, there's like, he did a couple color pages in it. There's uh, a pretty straight black and white, you know, ink style. He's got a um, issue, a story that he did with a lot of gray toning, which he, which he doesn't do a lot of. So that was kind of cool to have a gray tone story. And then um, there's that, yeah, there's a color story in the centerfold, which is really cool. And then there's a really just kind of um, a more detailed kind of artsy style that he, he doesn't use. Like very sketchy. A lot of um, pencil like work, a lot of like ink kind of like lines. Yeah. And then he did another one that's just like really thick lines and it's just kind of a big story. And so he's, he really just did a bunch of different styles in this. And I like that a lot that he, uh, he took the chances on some of those things and put it all together. And then there's another final story on the back and the cover. And I just really liked the old timey hockey tales. I think Rob put a lot of, um, a lot of thought in this, a lot of creativity into this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed this one. I really liked it a lot. So Jason Horn was there and he had something on his table that I had not seen and had no idea existed. So he did a pinup for Waiting for October. It's a tribute to the adventures of Pete and Pete. Mm-hmm. I love Pete and Pete, like a lot, <laughs> like a whole lot. I watch a couple episodes a year at least. Like there's certain mm-hmm. ones that fit Halloween-y. in. Yeah. Uh, um, Fourth of July. Yeah. Yeah. And then I know um, this for sure. Yeah, and then I, and I try to watch a couple other ones, like the end of summer and daylight savings time. <laughs> They're ones that kind of tie in with seasons. So yeah. <laughs> I like I like to watch that. But yeah, Jason Horn did did a pinup, and I'm super excited about this. There are a lot of people in here that I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Besides Mayor, like there's Mayor Wicks and. Jason Horn, and that's pretty much <laughs> it. So I'm excited to to read it and see what other people have to say about Pete and Pete. Last year, a friend of mine who couldn't be with us at SPX last year or this year. Because he's dead. No, he's not dead. Okay. <laughs> he just has a bunch of kids. Oh, that's which silly Which to us him. is pretty much the same yeah. thing. <laughs> so, Terrence. We should totally Terrence, cut that. We just no, just cut that. never. No. Okay. Terrence Hoskins. Well, it was like the way you said it. It's like our friend who couldn't be with us <laughs> ever again. No. Terrence. T minus Terrence Hoskins introduced me to the work of Sam Bosma. Uh, he did basketball fantasy. Fantasy basketball. Fantasy basketball. And uh, so Terrence introduced me to his work. And uh, he was up for an uh, award for Mini Comic of the Year. Uh, he had a new book. And that is The Hanging Tower by Sam Bosma. And I picked it up, and I picked up a second copy for a friend who shall remain unnamed in this sentence. Is it me? No. Oh. No, it wasn't you. Okay. Yeah, because that'd be silly if you bought like one for yeah. me and for you. Yeah, that would be ridiculous. Yeah, we don't need that. <laughs> um, but for that friend, I also bought another book by request, which he will be reimbursing me for. 
<laughs> but I did get that for him. But this is a uh, a thank you, a thank you copy that I purchased mm-hmm. for that said friend. It looks good. I like Sam Bosman's work. Oh, well. man, his work's so good. Okay, let's talk about this book. So Fantasy Basketball is like this epic tale of like kind of mixing like video games, like a Zelda kind of thing with like basketball, <laughs> kind of. And this is just another epic tale. And it's it's got like, you know, some samurai action going on kind of thing, like old samurai story. It's got some mystic uh, magic and stuff and just a kick-ass old woman <laughs> who kicks ass. And it's just this epic tale of her retrieving a person. And it's really cool. I really like it a lot. His art is really good. I got to look up more about Sam Basma because as far as I can tell, he just does one mini comic a year. And as awesome as this guy is, he really should be doing <laughs> There really should be a lot more Sam Bosma that I'm seeing out there. I think he does some video game stuff. I think he actually mm-hmm. does some stuff for video games, but I could just be pulling that out of my ass and not actually have any clue at all what Sam Bosma does. We should find out. You should find out too. Yeah, do a, he's pretty Google awesome. search for Sam Bosma. B-O-S-M-A. I can't find any kind of website information in this book. So a Google search for Sam, S-A-M, Bosma, B-O-S-M-A will probably suffice. S-U-F-F-I-C-E. I always find that, that if you just throw in the word comic at the end of it, too, it helps narrow it down. Yes. Yeah. So I, I usually do, like, whoever, comic. <laughs> or artist. I've used artists, too. I just do comic. Do you do comic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, back to you, Sean. Okay. Hi, everybody. I picked oh. up oh. Wicked Chicken Queen by Sam Alden. This was nominated for... And Ignats. Which is their awards. The SPX kind of hosts the Ignats. It was super crazy ridiculous. <laughs> in the best sense. His stuff usually is. It's, I mean, it's just really <laughs> super bizarre. There's like this one crazy image with just like a little bit of text per page. And it tells the story of a chicken. <laughs> in a town. It's, I don't even know how to describe it but the art is freaking fantastic but it's like this island town and it goes through like time and, and there's a, an egg and it hatches into a chicken <laughs> that's what happens yeah yeah it's, i mean it's just like i don't even know that it almost looks like like kind of surrealist mm-hmm. kind of abstract just exercises yeah. that turned into a story <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty crazy i highly recommend it that it's put out by retrofit yeah for the most part you own a lot of retrofit comics. Yeah, I've n- I haven't come across a retrofit that I didn't enjoy. Retrofit's a it's a really good publishing mm-hmm. outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the box brown stuff is yeah. through retrofit as yeah, well. Yeah, I can go ahead and talk. Like I picked sure, up, go ahead. I picked up number two of number two. <laughs> it's number number two. Yeah, yeah. From box brown. Yeah, and it's just kind of like a, a a bunch of short stories kind of collected and. It's really, I love Box Brown. Like, I like his work. I like his storytelling. It's very simplistic, but it's it's really interesting and engaging because Andre the Giant biography was freaking fantastic. <laughs> if you haven't picked that up, I highly recommend that to you. Yeah, Box Brown, Retrofit. Yeah, RetrofitComics.com. <laughs> yeah. You can check out number two and you can check out w- Wicked Chicken, uh, <laughs> Wicked <laughs> Chicken <laughs> Queen. And uh, Sam Alden's got a Tumblr that he posts a lot of comics to. Like I just picked up, it never happened again, which is a collection of two of his like Tumblr mini comics, and that was that was really interesting. I was on a uh, a kick of epic tales when I talked about Sam Bosma's newest book, and Sean had mentioned this other creator earlier, and that is Benjamin Mara, who I picked up two issues of Benjamin Mara's. Blades and lasers. I haven't read it yet, but I flipped through it. That art is really cool. Like, yeah. I really like the color scheme. Yeah, he did like a um. It's not. Even, I guess it's not even a black. It's like a blue ink with like a pink. I guess it's like a black. It almost it looks like purple. A, yeah, it almost has like a purple and pink look to it. But I guess that is dark blue. Yeah, I can't. I, yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, blades and lasers. Uh, it's about a kind of a bounty hunter team of uh brothers one who carries uh blades like swords and the other who has some laser swords and also shoots lasers so it's not just a clever name (laughs) that's no uh so blades and lasers it's got like a a good like 80s feel to it 
I don't know. It, like, it kind of reminded me of, I don't know if um, anybody really paid attention when this was a, a thing that was kind of a Kickstarter, but the uh, Kung Fury uh, has like a big 80s kind of feel to it, epic 80s feel. This had that same kind of feel to it. But it's just like these two space bounty hunters who fly around fighting wizards and other stuff and they've cast they've got like you know you really don't need to say much more than it's got blades and yeah. it's got lasers and it's cool yeah it's two two bounty hunter guys that fight wizards with blades and lasers and it's cool <laughs> that's it it's awesome benjamin mar is awesome you should check out blades and lasers again i don't see any like website information but it's through sacred prism and it's by benjamin mara m-a-r-r-a all right, I'll talk about Tragic Relief number 17, um, also called Witch from C. Frakes. Mm. And it is basically a story of two Scottish women who disguise themselves as men so they can become witch finders. So mm-hmm. this is kind of like the, you know, like the Salem Witch Trials era. So it's kind of like a short story about that. It's really interesting. I really like C. Frakes' work. I find yeah. her to be a very interesting storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's historical tales or her kind of personal autobiography, autobiographical tales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really it's really good. It was a fun read. Speaking of C. Frakes, one of the people who I always pick up stuff from and I'm always excited to read the new thing by, who uh, often is sitting next to C. Frakes, but this time was not, <laughs> is uh, Laura Terry. And I picked up one of Laura Terry's... Uh, Laura Terry had shit a couple new things. Um, I think we had everything. Yeah, I think there was something. There was like an anthology oh, or something. Oh, yeah, there's an anthology. That she, she had like a 30-page story in or something. something. Like that. And I wasn't able to get that anthology. But I did pick up her newest book, um, which is volume one. So there's going to be more in this story. And it's August Chase. So it's a character, August Chase. And it's just this world where there is kind of a um, a dude who goes around. Um, oh, it's called, uh, volume one is called The Trouble with Saving Lives. And it's this dude who apparently is an outcast kind of guy who's been causing trouble for the tyrant leader of the area. And he kind of lives in the woods and the tyrant is hunting him down. And meanwhile, he's uh, going around trying to just get by and he ends up saving some people. Um, and he has to deal with the trouble of saving them. Ooh, yeah, I haven't read it there. I haven't read that yet. I love her coloring. Yes. Her blues are, are yes. really pretty. Her coloring is always, always very solid. Um, you can just feel like the the scenes with her coloring, and this is a different kind of story for uh, Laura Terry um, that I've read. You know, normally her stuff is uh, just kind of a uh, kind of more human and personal, and this has a more fanta- fantasy kind of adventure kind of feel to it. I really enjoyed the story. It's just uh, I'm, I'm looking forward. I, I gotta look into more about the story itself to see if this is just something that like see how often she's doing them and how often she's printing them and stuff like that. And if like next week, next year, she's going to have two or <laughs> if she's going to have another one and <laughs> yeah. what I have to look out for. Yeah, so I think we only see her at SPX. I don't think we see her at other shows. No, no, no. I've never seen her at anything other than SPX. I don't know where she's from or really anything either. around. I really want to interview her. Like C. Frakes, Laura Terry, like John Chad. Like those are all people that I really, really enjoy their work. And they're all kind of, um, they hang together a lot. And uh, I really enjoy their work, and I should really um, interview them. I need to put something together with that, because I, I like them a lot. So, yeah, always look forward to the next Laura Terry book. And uh, I don't see any kind of... Oh, wait, lauraterry.com. L-A-U-R-A-T-E-R-R-Y.com. Laura Terry. Look her up. So, C. Frakes. It's tragicrelief.com. So, you can check out her other book. She, she's got a... Kind of a story about her being an army brat. I think there were too many comics with that. Maybe more, but I just have the two. They were really good. I really like J.P. Couvert. Couvert. I don't. I never know how to say it. Just Couvert. I want to make it all fancy in French. Couvert. No, um, yeah, J.P. Um, Couvert's work. Um, I didn't pick up any of his uh, simple routines this year, but I did pick up Super Mega Buds and Broken Summer. So Super Mega Buds is kind of like an action adventure story, but it's it reads like a video game. It's super super awesome. It's red and blue and black. I really I just really like his style. It's super clean, just very cartoony and fun. And then Broken Summer was good too. It's just about friends hanging out with talking birds and dogs. It was just really cute. I liked it a lot. 
I really like his stuff. It, I don't. I'm terrible. Terrible at this. One percent um, press. Yeah. Kind of what he's a part of. Yeah. And his website is one percent press dot com or jp c o o v e r t dot com. So check his stuff out. Another one of the uh, great storytellers of um, SPX that I always I only see at SPX that I I try to get books from. She just tells really fun stories. Uh, I bought two books from Leah Riley, and one of them is Origin Story, which is just kind of um. It's just a it's just a fun story of like a little girl in class talking about what she wants to be when she grows up and having way more imagination than all the other kids in class. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of a fun little short story that she did. And then also I picked up Heartbreak in Space, <laughs> which is about basically being with somebody in a spaceship, you know, and like almost like in breaking up with that person. It's like the whole idea of going on an adventure with somebody. And then uh, deciding that you didn't, you know, want to be on that adventure <laughs> with somebody anymore. That's and you're really already funny. like mid adventure. And you're stuck with them because that doesn't, and, they don't really, that story doesn't really get told a lot. I like no, that. That's and, really good. Yeah. So like you're kind of stuck with that person and you're kind of out there and, you know, you got to get away sometimes. And I like the back in space, no one can hear you, you squabble. squabble. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed this. This was just another, um, not a fun story because it's, you know, awkward relationship story, but <laughs> it's a fun way of doing it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she did like Ninjas in the Break Room was something I picked up from uh, Leah Riley in the past. And she is, future. you can go to futuregirl.etsy.com to pick up some stuff from Leah Riley. Yay. That's really cool. So I picked up Fur and Feather, Chapter 1, from David Mack. It was a really cute story. I liked it a lot. It's just a little sciencey dude, and he's trying to find this um, like creature, and he goes on adventures. <laughs> but then there's like a twist at the end, and I don't want to let you know about the twist in the end. And apparently, I'm reading it again, because I, really, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I'm trying to... What was he looking... So he, he's like, there's this bird, and he wants to get this picture of this like secret bird. And he thinks he can do it. And then there's a secret. There's a twist at the end. Ooh. Yeah. The bird was stalking him the whole time. So you can go to... I don't know. I'm just guessing. David Max got a Tumblr. Just comic and more dot Tumblr dot com. <laughs> Thought he had another website too. That's the only one he provided. But you can search David Mack Athens comics. I, that's the only thing from the Athens crew that we picked up. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was thinking. Like, I we think had, that's it. We had stuff from everybody else already. Yeah, I, well, I'd bought not Eleanor. Not necessarily true. We got a page. That's true. Okay, so yeah, from the, <laughs> from the Athens crew, because I'd ordered Merman Volume 3 mm -hmm. and picked it up and got it, and got it a sketch in it at Ace. And I had picked up Eleanor's book, How to Be Happy, from Fanographics, Eleanor Davis. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Um, and I got a sketch in it. And we had all of Drew Wang's books, but Drew Wang had brought pages from Set to See. So Adam, this is a book that he did from uh, Fanographics mm -hmm. a year or so, a couple years ago now. It's been a while. I did but a it's review. Just out in paperback now. Yeah, I did a review for it. Yeah. Um, when yeah, I still so worked at Heroes, so it's been. Was that so? You worked at Heroes? Yes. You sure. Mm -hmm. So it's 100%. been like four years or five years. Came out a while ago. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. And yeah. it just came out in like soft cover. Yeah. And the book is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like his, his art style, his cross hatching, his detail mm -hmm. is remarkable. I don't know of another word, but Adam for Christmas bought me yeah. a page. <laughs> yeah. Which he did not need to do, but I've always wanted one. It was there. We were there, and he was there, and they were there, and <laughs> it turned into a thing. Well, like, every year I tell Drew, one day we're going to buy a page from you, Drew. One day like, we're going to buy a page. And well, I was like, you know what? I'm tired of saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to... Let's just buy the page. Let's and do it. it. Yeah. And so Joey and David Mack <laughs> helped me. <laughs> pick a page. Yeah. You p kind of picked the one that you first kind of had your eye on. Yeah. A lot of times people pick pages because of the characters that are in it. Like, oh, well, I, you know, the main character has to be in it. Mm -hmm. And I'm more about this page has got really good art. Mm -hmm. Like, I did the same thing whenever I picked out my Gasoline Alley page. Mm -hmm. It was like I picked it because 
of the detailing and and the artwork it it doesn't have any of the main characters in it and that i think that really meant something to jim yeah. when i bought it from him because everybody's like oh i want water i want skeezix and you know it didn't yeah. have any character i bought it because i liked his art and that was the same kind of rationale i had for picking the set to see page yeah because you can see all the cobblestones <laughs> and the wood grain and the pier and everything like the water and then it's there's so a guy good. getting bonked on the head yeah Conk. <laughs> Conk on the that's head. the main character getting bonked in the head <laughs> you really should I know. It's, apparently it's a really quick read too yeah it, it's one pay it's one panel per page. page yeah but you I know, set to I know, see I know, you I should know. read it i know it's, it's, I hear it's, it's really beautiful good. <laughs> it's beautiful his art drew wang's art is beautiful he's such a nice guy <laughs> and eleanor is just so effing talented mm-hmm. it. one person uh that sean and i over the past few years have been picking up a couple of things from uh some related and some not so related is uh, so another person who I really need to interview because I really love her stuff, and that is Sarah L. Turner, who you can find stuff on tinyghoststories.com. And uh, she does little short kind of ghost stories, which really got me last year wanting to write my own short ghost story that I have in mind, and I just haven't, I just haven't done it, and that bugs me because um, these are so good that I really, um, yeah, I I just I don't think I can do as good as these are, but she I picked up two minis, two shorts from her. I picked up the Bone Parade, which has a really cool uh, screen print cover, and then I also picked up uh, a Boy Born with Antlers, and uh, that has a really cool die cut cover, like piece on the cover there. So I really like uh, the art. I really like the story. I really like her art a lot. She has like one of those art styles that I really enjoy. I, you know, I could probably name like 10 other artists that have like this similar kind of style that I like, um, especially in mini comics. I, I really just really like this style. Uh, her stories are really uh, spooky sometimes and they're kind of funny ish, but not really. And uh, not good things happen to people <laughs> in her stories. Not everything. Her stories don't always have a uh, happy ending. They're uh, ghost stories where they are scary as hell because you don't come out in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I really like uh, I really like her art, her stories, Sarah L. Turner, Tiny Ghost Stories. Sean also picked up another thing from her that we always uh, get that kind of relates to this a little bit. Yeah, I w- um, sh- she's doing a series of, I guess they're like square bound, kind of longer form stories. Mm-hmm. And it's The Ghosts of Pineville. Yeah. So I picked up a sneak peek that she had because I've got book one and two and I was waiting on book three, Mm -hmm. but she's still working on book three and which is fine. Take your time. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's really, really good. And some of her minis kind of tie in with some of the ghost stories. Which is awesome. Yeah. Because I read, you know, the first volume and then Adam read her mini. (laughs) A couple years ago. And then I read the mini and it turns out that mini is the ghost story that's in. Yeah. Yeah. In the first volume, the characters tell a ghost story and then the mini I read is like that ghost story. Yeah. So like, yeah, Adam read the ghost story before reading Ghost of Pineville that has that, like it mentions that story. And then I read it. You know, read the ghost Bible before reading the yeah, ghost story. So it was so really cool. cool, like how it kind of worked. And you can completely enjoy it and understand it without knowing kind of the greater context. Yeah. Yeah. Her style is really good. It's very sketchy, but it's it's got a lot of life. A lot to of gray it. tones, which I, I really like the use of her gray tones. Yeah. And like the for depth and all that stuff. Yeah. And it makes it, it does make it tone. spookier. Yeah. Set yeah. Tone with the gray tones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited to read the, the sneak peek. I haven't read it yet but i'm excited for that and excited for book three to come out because it should be should be coming out before too long because this is a pretty substantial sneak peek i guess i should have covered this earlier when i was doing my epic adventure stuff when i talked about the benjamin mara and all and the sam bosma i picked up from uh, alexis zirat who i just met for the first time really even though he's been around for a while uh, i just met him at heroes con this past year he was on the indie creators panel that i did uh, so was Benjamin Mara, actually. He was on that panel as well. And there's actually most of the panel was at SPX. The only person <laughs> missing was Scott C. Yeah, I think. which he usually is uh, there. Yeah, Aaron Conley was there. So I bought Alexis Zierts. Uh He had a mini uh, comic that he did the art for. So I bought that. It's the 
the epic of the techno mage. And it's just kind of a story about this robot dude who kind of gains consciousness as a robot dude and what appears to be some sort of outlaw bounty hunter who's being tracked by a uh, dude and like a religious zealot leader with a bunch of like accolades and they're hunting him and he ends up running into this robot conscious dude and just chaos and explosions and kind of general awesomeness. <laughs> so that was from Alexis, Alexis Zirit. And that is, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, it looks, it's the, uh, you can find stuff about this at the Mark ultra M A R K ultra.com. The Mark ultra.com. So I picked up Jared Cullum's new mini comic. It's called Ancora Imparo, which is Latin for I'm Still Learning, hmm. which I just literally looked that up because oh, I was like, I up. bet that means something. <laughs> and it's Latin for I'm Still Learning. And I actually, we had, stop saying actually, we have a tradition forming now because Jared posts that online before he posts his mini of the SPX year online before he brings it to SPX and I read it online ahead of time and then Sean waits until she gets the printed copy and then she reads it. Yeah, I like to look at things and <laughs> hold them in my hands. But I really liked the the use of color to tell the passage of time so that each kind of era is a different color scheme and kind of at the end, which is the present time, which is the beginning and the end, like the framing device. Book, it uses book ends, all, the co- all the colors. Yeah. So I kind of like the way that kind of he did that well, and integrated everything. That. that makes so much sense now. Yeah. Why did I not notice that? I don't know. Yikes. I'm unobservant. It's a really it's beautiful okay. story, though. Yeah, it really is. Some people just, they just want to paint. Jared's stuff is really personal. He uses, it, it's kind of like, you know, we sat that, um, that Eleanor Davis panel, which we'll talk a little bit more about in the car ride home, where uh, she talks about using fiction to tell real stories. You know, kind of. Yeah, and I've always found that to be true. A lot of times, like, you can tell a more personal story, Mm -hmm. a more truthful story. With different characters. When it's fiction. Like, you can get at the truth of the matter Mm -hmm. a little bit easier when you're not muddled up with with facts. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that doesn't really make sense, but it totally makes sense. Yeah. And I think Jared's stories kind of have a lot of that in them. Because all of his stories feel really personal. He's not the main character in them always. Sometimes he is, but they always feel really personal. Like the the themes draw from, from somewhere mm-hmm. from not being accepted or dealing with loss or yeah, just in this case, being Jared, yourself and wanting to paint. Yeah. And Jared's been painting a lot lately. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, he, and Jared unfortunately was not able to, yeah. to make it to SPX, but his comic was, because fortunately, he's having a baby soon. Like, any like, day now. <laughs> any day Like, now. it should have been SPX weekend. Um, yeah. But, yeah, any day now. It's very exciting. His mini is really good. Yes. And you can, uh, was it JaredLovesToDraw.com? Yes, JaredLovesToDraw.com. Yeah, look look him up. I love his art. Love it. And he just gets better. Like, exponentially better like, every time I see I him I don't even draw. know... Like, so good. Like, and he's going to be <laughs> illustrating children's books coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah, he's got a gig doing that now. His yeah, art exponentially is, better. like, this is all just watercolors, and it's freaking beautiful. Yeah. But again, it's all... Oh, God, Themed so, out. And, yeah. Yeah. Complimentary colors. Mm-hmm. And then they all build for the whole color palette and the framing device at the present day. Really, really well done. Really well. <laughs> it's, yeah, so good. These are not related at all, but I'm going to talk about them at the same time, sort of. Because they both have the same word in the title. <laughs> <laughs> and I can talk about mine. And one of them is Exercise the Demon by Greg Kletzer. Kletzel. Kl- yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Kletzel. Because it is Greg Kletzel, K-L-E-T-S-E-L dot com is his website. He actually had little bags that he put, like, he didn't have them in the bags. You bought them and he stuck them in a bag and he put a little sticker and a business card in there. I got a... A Batman Returns trading card in mine. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't get like anything like that. I got a sticker. Did you get a sticker? 
I got no, a I got card a business card and I got a Batman oh, Returns got, trading card with penguins. I got a Kletzel pretzel. Oh, that's really clever. Sticker. Yeah. <laughs> so this, Exercise the Demon, is a book about Richard Simmons and Gene Simmons. Which is also on his business card. It's <laughs> that you are, you are one of a kind. There's no one in the world like you. You are amazing. And it's Richard Simmons and Gene Simmons looking at each other. So it's just really kind of, uh, it's got like Richard Simmons on one side and Gene Simmons on the other side, like all all the pages do. And it's like kind of the Richard Simmons version of something and the Gene Simmons version of something. Like on this one I'm looking at now, on the Gene Simmons page, it says, shout it out. And on the Richard Simmons side, it says, shimmy it out. You know, so it's kind of like Richard Simmons side. It's no tricks, gimmicks, special pills, special potions, special equipment. All it takes is desire and will. And then on the Gene Simmons side, it's I crave ideas. And when an idea hits me, it grips me. It tortures me and tortures me until I master it. So it's just kind of like, and then, you know, there's all of Richard Simmons's uh, workout cassettes and, or VHSs. And on the other side is a bunch of Kiss record covers. So it just goes through like that, like with the Richard Simmons and the Gene Simmons version of something. Yeah. You can do that and I'll uh, jump yeah, back yeah. over to this. I picked, I picked up his I Don't Know mini comic. <laughs> and, it, and it's um, popular culture characters, for instance... Gene Simmons <laughs> getting slimed like the I didn't know you could do that on television. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, can't do that on television. You can't do that. I, I never remember the title <laughs> like, of that show. What are you talking about? Yeah, you can't do um, that on television. Yeah, you can't. Always. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. The I name did of the not show. know <laughs> that, that I could not do that. Could not do that on television. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the names of things. But I knew immediately what it was, and Adam's like, why are those guys getting slimed? No, 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 no. No? I didn't even not... look closely and ad- enough at it to know that guys were, it was just a book of guys getting slimed. Oh, as soon okay. as I saw it was a bunch of guys getting slimed, I put it together. It was Jay Chris that didn't know. Oh, okay. Well, it's really <laughs> no. funny, and I like it a lot. I really like his style. It's very kind of punk rock, kind of <laughs> grotesque kind of stuff. Is that an adequate description? Yeah, sure. Like a, uh, like a kind of a punk rock graffiti yeah yeah, yeah. Style. yeah maybe a little yeah i like it i like it a lot yeah. like he was a very nice like, like personable art you'd see on a skateboard yeah oh. he was very personable <laughs> i liked him a lot yeah yeah it was funny uh he actually kind of looked up at us a couple times and didn't really talk to us until we were asked our, then we asked him and we kind of bought the books and then he talked a lot to us so it was kind of like he was just kind of letting us peruse and he didn't want to be pushy yeah but then once he saw that we were interested he really kind of stepped up yeah, he was one of the, the new guys that we picked up yeah. stuff from, and I'm probably going to go back to him. Yeah, I liked yeah. I he had a bunch of other fun. things, too, that we didn't get. He had a bunch of minis. I kind of picked that one out of the, the few that he had. Yeah, uh, there, yeah I'm kind of moving into new guy territory. There's still a couple um, re, uh, returns that I haven't talked about yet. I'll, I'll maybe do those in a couple. Uh, but the other one I picked up is Demon Number 1, because you know, the other one was like with Demon, and this one's got Demon. And this one is the first issue in a story that promises to be insane. And it actually ends. There's a word from the author, and I was hoping, I was like, okay, this better talk about what this book's about. Because actually, but I didn't have to. But it, uh, he, he basically says, you know, I bet you're wondering, the hell did I just read? <laughs> and I kind of was. I was like, what the hell was that? And uh, he says, you know, bear with me. This story is going to get nuts. If you're a kid, you probably don't want to read this because it's going to get nuts. And there's a lot of profanity. And there's already profanity in this first issue. And just to kind of give an idea, this first issue is a dude trying to kill himself. And it's almost kind of Groundhog Day-ish. So he he's right. I see it kind of gives stuff away a little bit. But he's writing a letter. And you're like, oh, this guy's writing a letter. And then the last frame, he's hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> like you just see his feet. So it's like, oh, it's a suicide note. And then it shows him waking up in bed. And he's like, the fuck, you know? And then he goes and he tries to kill himself again. He wakes up in the bed. So it's kind of like a Groundhog Day kind of thing where he keeps trying to kill himself and he can't. So this issue is really just him trying to kill himself over and over again. It uh, promises to be more than just that. But this first issue, that's all it is. <laughs> okay. It's very dark. Uh, dark humor. Very dark humor. I yeah. Yeah, I picked up one that was pretty dark. I'll talk about it later. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> uh, this yeah. is uh, Jason uh, Shiga, S H I 
G-A. Jason Shiga. Shiga? Shiga. Shimigami. I don't know which would tie into the whole death thing. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't see anything about a website in here. So you can probably just Google search Jason S-H-I-G-A if you're more interested in what the hell did I just read. <laughs> then you can check out G- Demon Number 1 and some of his other stuff. Bah. Pew, 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 pew. So I always talk bu- stop by Tugboat Press and pick up the latest Runner Runner. Which seriously should not be free. It's free every year, right? Yeah. And I always expect to pay because I should pay. Yeah. Because it's worth it. And then, yeah. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, so they've I don't got. I don't know how they pull that off. Yeah. I don't either. There's a Liz Print story and Chris Duffy, Jeremy Tinder, Sam Alden, Elijah Brubaker, a lot of other people. Yes. Rewind. Yeah. You say Chris Duffy? Yeah, I did. Is Chris Duffy's story in there? Yeah. Oh, man. I need to check that out. Yeah. I love that guy. Right? Yeah. It's, it's a good guy, that Chris Duffy. Yeah. This, I mean, this is really cool. Like, I really like that they do this. I really like Tugboat. Super nice guys. They're the ones who do paper cutter. Mm-hmm. They haven't put out a new paper cutter recently. So mm-hmm. I have all, we'll have all we, those that they have Yeah, available. we're missing a couple. We're missing they? some, but never the ones that they have. Yeah, they're all sold out, the ones that we're missing. Yeah. Yeah. So I picked up that, and I picked up a mini from M.K. Reed, and it was written by M.K. Reed with art by Jonathan Hill. It's called the titular hero. Yeah. Um, and apparently it first appeared on tour.com. It was um, including their best of list of original content hosted on the website. Hmm. So you can check out more from MK Reed at MK Reed, R E E D.com and Jonathan Hill at one of the Johns.com. <laughs> but it's, it's a really like, funny story about these kind of like warriors in a shop and there's a comic or like a story called lady bosoms yeah <laughs> and it's pretty much like a red sonia character <laughs> and it's just it's just really funny like this one guy kind of describes it as like listen now lady bosoms is high quality stuff written by a nice old cleric who i've personally met twice like it kind of ta- like it's just really funny like like going into kind of why people read Big bosomed characters and stuff. It's just, it's really, it's just a really funny kind of story. I really liked it, and like, apparently I picked it up because there was a big bosomed lady on the <laughs> cover. <laughs> I like MK Reed. And that's the end of part one. Like I was saying, check back next week, and we should have part two for you. Again, apologize for the gap between postings. We're gonna try to get a rhythm back going again, and. uh We'll see you next week, part two.